Slazoom podcast. We have here Colin and Ethan and the always lovely Caleb here to rock your world with witty insights and tons of anti-Semitism. Oh, you. <laughs> oh, you. Yeah. yeah. Is... Thanks. Thanks. That was a that was a really good yeah. a really good intro. Yeah. Uh, have you been practicing? I sure did. Yeah. Sure did. I thought you know. Got to bring, got to bring your A game to the to the slazoom. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> that that was a joke. We're living at a time when I have to say the whole tons of anti anti-Semitism thing was a joke because there are plenty of podcasts in which anti-Semitism is a central pillar. That's true. An explicit pillar. It's not like, hey, we accuse these people of being anti-Semitic. It's like, you're listening to the anti-Semitic podcast. We hate Jews. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, well, like, I don't really know if it still counts as accusing when they're like, yep, yeah, we're, we're white supremacists. Man, that would be really interesting to listen to <laughs> just because, like, how do you keep coming up with content week after week just based <laughs> on anti-Semitism? I mean... And this week, what we think about the Jews. Still not fans. <laughs> wow. That's a... What a surprise. Well, this is what, this is what the uh, listeners keep coming back for. <laughs> <laughs> oh, got to tune in this week to see what Clan Cast thinks about the Jews. Are they fans yet? They fans? No! Wowee! It's like breaking news... We have from reliable sources who's running the One World Order. <laughs> I bet it's the Mormons this time. <laughs> what? Still the Jews? Wow! 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 How they can pull it off week after week. Yeah. Props to them. Also, oh, man. I hate them. Starting to lean toward the Jews there. Props to them. Well, you know. Well, you know, I'll them, say that about, like, them. all the crazy anti-Semitic uh, conspiracy things about the Jews around the world. I'd be like, if they do, you're on a tight ship. Yeah. Keep it up. I mean. They're, they're the true Ubermensch. Yeah. <laughs> the true Ubermensch. Like, the true imagine how lousy Italians ran the world. Oh, my God. Like, that'd be. Yeah. Yeah. None of the trains would be on time. Yeah. Pizza all day, every day. Imagine if the Kazakhs ran the world. Kazakhs. Kazakhs. Oh, we'd have such great potassium, though. Nice. <laughs> That's all I can think of, too. What's i got to find a better joke than potassium. <laughs> What's the demonym of uh, the people of Uzbekistan? Is it just Uzbeks? Uzbeki? Uzbeki? Uzbeki. I don't know. Uzbeki. Imagine if Uzbekis ran the world. Yeah. Yeah, that would be a, that'd be a completely different world. Yeah, or if um, the people from Aladdin ran the world, It'd be a lot more genies. Oh yeah, um, minarets probably. There'd be more of them. Yeah, um, and minaroos. Yeah, Uzbeks. Uzbeks. Okay. Yeah, I like Uzbeki better. Uzbeki. <laughs> There's only one Becky in the whole country. They just keep asking. Who's Becky? Yeah, it's me. Her identity is secret. secret. We're all Becky. We're all Becky. I'm on. Becky. I'm Becky. Yeah. <laughs> so fucking stupid. That's that's a pretty dumb one. We should try to recover a little bit. Okay, back to um, 
the Jews running the world. <laughs> this isn't. This isn't. This isn't <laughs> well, I guess it started out pretty bad, so mm. I guess it took a turn for the worse. You know, I was. I, I watched a um, a video this week about um, uh, Gödel's incompleteness theorem, uh, which basically says. It's like a mathematical proof that um, any uh, system that's governed by a set of postulates, Mm -hmm. which are just like rules that the system obeys, contains things that are true but are not provable. And... But that thing. Oh, that, it starts with a G. The like, no one knows anything about anything. Yeah, like G. Like you uh, can't prove anything. Well... No, you, you you can prove lots of things, but there are things that you can't prove. Like there are things that are true that you cannot prove. So, for example, um, uh, there's I'm trying to think of an example that they were talking about. Um, there's a hole in the bottom of the sea. Like okay, I forget what the name of it is, but there there's a um, a um, conjecture. That every even number is the sum of two prime numbers, mm-hmm. um, which we haven't found a number that's not, but we haven't been able to prove that that's true for all even numbers either. Um, so it might be the case that this is something that's true, but we can't prove it. Ah. Um, but this has a, an interesting um, consequence where if you can. Because there are some things where you can prove that you can't prove it. So you can prove that no proof exists. And if that's the case, then the thing is true. Because... Okay. No, 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 this is is actually kind of an interesting one. Because um, if... um, How do I say this? If you cannot construct a proof for something, um, that means that it's true because um, if the statement was false, you could run a computer program that would eventually come up with a counterexample, which is basically a proof, right? Right. But that does not exist, so therefore it must be true. Prove it! it, It's a wacky thing, but uh, it was interesting. But anyway, the reason I I started talking about this is we're talking about the Jews running the world. Okay. And getting back to the (laughs) anti-Semitism. Yeah, yeah. I was afraid we'd strain serious thoughts. Yeah, and one of the things with this is, um, with the girdle incompleteness thing, is um, there's something that's true but not provable within this set of postulates. So you just take that thing and you add it to your postulates. So then you're at you're at like a, a an enclosing like a bigger theory, right? But that still has other things that are true but not provable. So you can just keep grabbing these things and adding them as postulates to your theory, but there'll always be more. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking like the Jews run the world, but who like is controlling them? Is it lizard people? Oh, man! I feel like you really stretched for that lizard people thing. <laughs> like you wanted to say lizard people, and you're like, what, what did I learn that's kind of smart? I can get lizard people into this. Well, I think the lizard people control the Jews, and the mole people control the lizard people. What about the crab people? Oh. The crab people control the mole people, and the Jews control the crab people. Which is funny, because they're <laughs> shellfish. Whoa! Oh, shit. Yeah. 
It's the it's the um, it's the ethnic non-religious Jews and some reformed Jews that actually control the full crowd of people. You know, they'll keep cold. They'll keep cold kosher. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, this makes lots of sense actually. Oh, this isn't a good start. <laughs> let's start. Let's start the podcast now. All right, okay. cut. Cut. New one. So, um, how about, um, how about the weather? The weather's been nice. Oh, actually, important stuff to talk about, um, of course. Um, y'all's bowels. Bowels. Bowls. Bowls. Been good? I mean, I think a weekly bowel been decent. corner. Been decent. Decent? Yeah. 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 I think they've been good. Good? Nice. Yeah, I've been I've been a little constipated the last week. Mm. Um, you always constipated. He he poops like once every two days. No, no, but this is apparently within the realm of normal. That isn't right. No, I've I've heard this. Uh, I've I've talked to an expert on the human digestive system who said that anything between three times per day and one time per three days falls under the umbrella of normal. Yeah, that expert you talked to was the one time per three days <laughs> fucking weirdo. <laughs> So when you poop once every two days, you drop like, like halfway through the shit you have to flush, or it'll start piling up and reach your ass. It can get real big, yeah. Like sometimes it'll, it'll just like stretch from one end to the other, uh, and it'll be like really solid too. Because you know the stuff that's near the bottom has been sitting in the colon for you know maybe two days, so you know it can get like a lot of the moisture extracted out of it. I, I feel like there's going to be like a shit that's going to go down into the tube but still in your ass. Yeah. And you're going to flush the toilet and you're just going to get sucked into the toilet. It's gonna what a way to go. Oh, you're in that way. That's how my grandfather went. <laughs> yeah. There's two meanings to that. Like how he died or how he always <laughs> Yeah. Like every time he'd, he'd you know, wash up in the lagoon. It's like a... Made another trip through the septic system. <laughs> have you guys ever had the... Have you ever... Every once in a while, I drop a deuce, and it smells exactly like cow crap. I'm like, really? am I a wear cow? You know? It's, it's probably about once a month I bet I'm a wear cow. I have that with... Whenever there's a full moon, I go out and I just eat some grass and chew my cud, and then the next day I... Like, this smells exactly like cow poop. Yeah. I've that with dog shit. Oh, yeah? Yeah. It smells like dog shit. Weird. I feel like, for whatever reason, and I don't know, and I haven't done any any research into this, <laughs> but the the place where you poop makes a lot of difference. Oh, in the, the airflow. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's true. Like, yeah. when I should take a shit at work, it, it just seems so rancid, and I don't know why. Something about that bathroom. Yeah. yeah. I think there's, like, the different, like, background smells. They, like, combine in different ways. Yeah. The size of the room, <laughs> the airflow. Yeah. But in the house where I live, it's so dumb. Like, there are three bathrooms. One of them was... I wouldn't really consider a bathroom because it's got a toilet in it, but it's, like, the laundry room. Yeah, that's a know? weird bathroom. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's kind of like an afterthought. And that, that's not a toilet that I often use to poop in. That's that's a pee toilet. That's yeah. You're down in the basement doing stuff. And you I would pee. always go in that one. It's, it's like the, isolated. It's probably the biggest. Yeah. But 
it's the only one, or there's only one of the three bathrooms in the house. The master bathroom doesn't have a vent fan, which is dumb because that's you know where you take, well, besides pooping, that's where you take your showers, and it really needs a vent fan to get rid of all that humidity and steam. Yeah, but yeah, only only one, only the like kind of main middle bathroom has has a vent fan, and you you really. A vent fan is something you don't miss until you don't have it. Mm. Also, the background noise of a vent fan is nice. Yeah, it's uh, that's like, good cover. It is real good. Yeah. yeah. Sure. I mean, lacking that, I think, you know, having a nice yodel is um, yep. is another option. Although, I suppose it's a fine line between a yodel and, like, howling in pain. <laughs> <laughs> you know. I mean, I've been on both sides of that one. Yeah. It's, um... It's it's, it's from waiting too it's not long. the best. Yeah. Sometimes I'll turn on the water. Oh, like uh, so wasteful. I don't know. Yeah, have to do what you have to do. Like uh, for whatever reason, <laughs> I'm, for whatever reason, I'm dropping a deuce in the room without the without the vent fan. Mm. Like when I when I feel it coming on, I know it's going to be a noisy one. I. Uh, I always just reach over to the sink and turn out the water and let it rip. And then... <laughs> the, the quieter you try to make it, the louder it is. Oh, yeah. Every yeah, time. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like, you know, handling an animal, like especially like a snake or reptiles or things like that. Because people like it really loud. You, yeah. Yeah. Let me pick you up, snake. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, it's like you have to do it with confidence. It's like if you go and you just try and... Try and timidly grab this animal and it, it's gonna get it's gonna think you're up to something it's gonna think you're trying to eat it's gonna get pissed off it's gonna bite but you just go up with confidence and you grab it and you pick it up pooping's the same way or farting <laughs> if you ever tried to fart quietly that's when that's when you get the like real balloon sounding ones uh, I don't know I think I've gotten good at it yeah. uh, except for you intentionally try to fart loudly it's funny <laughs> Do, do you guys... So I, I've noticed this at at work. There's the um, the men's bathroom and the women's bathroom, and they yeah, share like a wall. That, mostly. Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh they, they when you wall. sit on the toilet and like someone sits on the other side, you can feel it like, pop up like a quarter yeah. inch. That's disturbing. Yeah, that's way too intimate. I know. I do not want yeah. that sort of like... You know, I feel like that's like that's, German shiza porn. I've never noticed that. It, it's like... Wiring into your lizard brain. It's like yeah. it's this that me what, and this random woman are shit buddies now. Yeah, I, I don't like it. Like, basically, we've been doing double anal with a double sided dildo. Basically, it's, it's you know same thing. Yeah, literally the same. Thing. Yeah, there's there's your ass and her ass, and they become one. <laughs> yeah, connected by the power of that pipe that goes through the wall. Yeah, yeah. Ugh. Yeah, that's always very disturbing. Yeah. I've never noticed that anywhere. Yeah. Count yourself lucky. It's a very disturbing experience. Yeah. Lay awake at night thinking about it. Yeah, it's... I have night terrors. It's so ironic. It's disturbing. disturbing. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, yeah, and then the worst part is I have to sit in there for another ten minutes wait for my boner to go away. Oh. I always hate the what well, I'm in a like what I think is an isolated bathroom and I'm sitting there and I, I start to go and I'm not a normal person it doesn't just all go out like I have to uh, like sit there and work at it for a while 
Yeah. And then someone else comes in. Like, okay, well, I guess I'm just going to sit here until he leaves. And then <laughs> restart. <laughs> yeah, reset the clock to zero. <laughs> this person goes in, and they, like... And, and you can just, like, see their legs. They're not at 90 degrees yet, but you you hear shit hitting the water. <laughs> <laughs> like, how the fuck do you do this? Well, that's shit me. in I'm four days! Wow. I'm so fucking jealous. And then, like, right when they touch, they're, that's it, they're done. They sit right back up, they wipe one time, flush and leave. Well, see, I'm... I'm like a five-second shitter. It, uh... See, you're one of those people. I'm, like, my butt cheeks barely make contact with the toilet seat, and that's... It's wow. all... All's laid bare there. Though, I am, I am like, a three- or four-time wiper. Um, but my thing is, I... If at all possible, I can't poop when, like, I'm aware of other people there. So... I will... I will drop my drawers and just sit... There for like ten minutes, waiting for it to be empty. I'm like, okay, here's my chance. Ah, damn it! As soon as someone's leaving, someone else comes in. Worst. Oh man! But I if really... I really have to, what I will do is I will like put. I'll plug my right ear with my right shoulder, and I'll put my finger in my left ear so I can pretend that there's no one else around, and that enables me to shit with confidence. Wow! wow. I didn't try that. Yeah, man. Or it's... if you have your iPod, just listen to some music. That's a promotional consideration by Apple there. Boom, brought to you by Apple. Seek us for all your pooping needs. Mm. It's an untapped market. <laughs> Uncracked market. Man, it's, <laughs> it's, nice. it, it's a really good thing that so far you guys have not been in the same bathroom together. Because I feel like that might be a game of like... That definitely like the odd couple. Well, yeah, it'd be like a musical about that. Be like a, a game of like Mexican rectal chicken. Yeah. Rickin. Yeah. I, I mean, eventually, if, if it's not going, I'll just get to leave. Oh, yeah. So, I, if you've got some stamina, you're probably going to win. No. Well, and I, uh, you know, I'll, I'll tell this to anyone who's considering getting a, a tattoo on their, like, shin or calf or lower leg. Um, yeah, don't poop on your own head. But the drawback is if you work in an office building with a shared bathroom, and if you have, like, the regular stall dividers that start, like, 18 inches up from the floor um, in, that, in that shared bathroom, depending on where you sit, like, that big identifying mark where everyone knows it's you is just is what people see. Like, people, you look there and you see legs and the demographics of the place we live. You most likely see white legs and you say, oh, there's a white person in there. That's 99% of the population. You're good. Um, the juice control all the poops. <laughs> all the poops? Whoa! Whoa! A plot twist. Wait, so there's plot like, twist. There's like right. some hairy Jew controlling the poop coming out of my ass. <laughs> Now I'm going to have to wait 20 minutes for my boner to go away. Yeah. <laughs> Caleb, that hairy Jew is Jesus. Oh, he controls it all. Everything's part of his plan. Actually, just your poops. That's that's it. Jesus. He's narrowing his portfolio. Like, man, I'm 
portfolio. <laughs> yeah. It's like this. It's like, man, I started. I started having plans for everyone and guiding things 2,000 years ago when the world population was like 5 million. Now it's 7 billion. I'm just going to focus on Caleb's groups. <laughs> it's like, Jesus, take my ass. Squeeze it with your hands. Oh, boy. <laughs> Slazoom, the official podcast of hell. <laughs> That's uh, that's an episode title. <laughs> Fantastic! Oh boy, I look forward to sleeping in tomorrow until what? Nine? Sleep until nine? Yeah. Um, that's probably about the time when the garbage haulers will show up and just bang the uh, the garbage bins yep. repeatedly. They just Not grab a baseball them. bat and just hit the side of it over and over and over again. Yeah, and then they'll dump the garbage and leave. Actually, yeah, they'll just dump it on the ground and leave. Actually, I think what they do is that they take the garbage thing, they lift it up in the air, and then back up to your window and just shake it there. I love the the Louis C.K. thing from Louis, where he has that, like, uh, just exaggerated. He's sleeping in his bed, and he hears all these garbage men making a bunch of sound outside, and then one of them throws a... A garbage can through his window, and they come in and just like start beating on garbage cans right above his bed. You know, he like gets up like nothing's happening. Like, it's just sound. This is normal. Yeah. Well, so uh, Colin and I, because uh, we have a we had a couple things we wanted to talk about going into this. Uh, first, Colin, could you uh, could you regale us with the story of uh, the first question in trivia tonight? Okay, so Caleb missed trivia. Um, so me and Ethan fault, were there for the first question. It was just me and him. Mm-hmm. And they always start with a one-point question, like the easy question that everyone's supposed to know. Yeah. It's like, the, like the hundred-dollar question on who wants to be a millionaire that only dickwads would mess up. Yeah. Uh, so I was that dickwad today, and I didn't know the answer to this question. The question was: uh, Maine Coon, Ragdoll, and Persian are all kinds of what? Do you know this? Yes or no? Uh, yes. Okay. Fuck you. So does everyone apparently. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I don't, I don't know the answer to this. And Ethan says they're cats. And I was like, oh my god, I feel so stupid. I didn't know like any of those three were types of hats. <laughs> so I wrote hats <laughs> and handed it in. <laughs> so I we answered the next question, which. It, to redeem myself, I knew and no one else did. Is a sports question, and so I I took that one up and I talked to the guy running trivia. I was like, um, so the last one, uh, I didn't know the answer and I misheard him and I thought it was hats. He's like, I thought you were joking. I just gave you the point. <laughs> so I got the point for running hats. Wow, nice. And I can't believe that. He just gave me the point. Yeah. He's like, well, no one could possibly be this goddamn dumb. <laughs> they must be joking. We'll give them a point. I've heard of a Persian cat, but the coonskin cat. Many yeah, mango. Coon. Coon. The mango cat. Yeah, the mango. They're like the giant. Yeah, my cat Obi-Wan's. Well, he was a, 
like rescue cat, so there's no papers, but he must be Maine Coon because he's like four feet long and 25 pounds. Yeah. He brings down gazelle yeah. regularly. <laughs> Not to eat. Just, just for to fun. Kill. Yeah. Yeah. What was the other thing we were going to talk about? Uh, imagination. Oh. I remember saying something about imagination. Well, because it's about your internet being out. Oh, right. <laughs> Jerking off. Yeah. Aha. Uh-huh. This came up last week on the podcast, so I'm glad we're getting back. So, yeah. now that our internet is, at best, incredibly spotty, at best. Mm-hmm. So we were talking about how um, how jerking off works without an internet connection. And we thought, yeah. man, this new generation just doesn't understand the trials and tribulations it takes to, to jerk it without an internet connection. Yeah. Their imaginations are not developed enough oh, right. to do it. And then Colin and I both concluded... For people our age who hit puberty before before the incognito window <laughs> mode was because yeah. that was really the turning point. Like, yeah, if you were still you know uh, sharing the old family computer <laughs> and, yeah. uh, and didn't have the incognito window where you had to figure out like how to like save all the cookies in browser history in a different file and, and then look up your porn so then when you delete. Other browsers, anything you get like put the old ones back on. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, fewer people knew more of the inner workings of browsers <laughs> than like horny teenagers. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I knew nothing about the cookies and everything when I did. Yeah. I was like, oh, clear browser history done, perfect. Yeah. And then my mom would go on the computer, and this happened once. Goes on there to like a. Like a spyware detective thing, detection thing. Yeah. And so there's things on here like possible risks, like Pornhub, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and I remember one time she was doing that when I was in the room watching TV. And she's like, Colin, could you stop looking up porn on my computer? <laughs> like, just like, like no deal, like, mom, what my no mom deal. Would do. Like, yeah, don't yeah. sit me down to say anything. Just like in a passing remark. Yeah, just so nonchalant. <laughs> That's totally your mom. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, uh, okay. <laughs> I was like horribly embarrassed. Yeah. But you know, we we both we both decided that no internet porn can imagine can match the power of your imagination. Of our imagination. Of our this imagination. generation's imagination. Yeah. Or yeah. Past we said until they get the technology to like. Uh, to uh, like digitally insert the faces and bodies of people you know and beat off to mm. into the most depraved scenarios that yeah. you find on the internet. Because that sure. that is something that is just facts. Like oh, yeah. it is so much more like a, a seven you know is a seven you know is better to beat off to than like a nine, or like a ten. I mean, supermodel that's like an international icon. There, there was a quote in there somewhere. If we would have said that a little more clearly, the seven you know is better than the the nine you know. Porn. Yeah, I don't know. We can we can work on this, but yeah. there's truth to that. Tune in next week for a better version of what you just heard. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah, 
I also think that, you know, even... A lot of it comes down to frequency, too, right? Because, like, given enough time, like, the libido just kind of builds up until it doesn't really take too much, regardless, to get it done. did you guys grow up in, uh, growing up when you were going through this wonderful thing called puberty? Yeah. Did the shower in your family's home have a curtain or, like, the solid, like, plexiglass door? Uh, we switched kind of midway through okay. from curtain to door. So, am I the only one who ever beat off to drawings I made in the steam <laughs> on the door? Yes, definitely. <laughs> yes. You're definitely the only person that yeah. ever did that. Are Holy you a caveman? Shit. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, oh, yeah. Like, uh, what? Ethan's in the shower again for about a half an hour <laughs> shouting, Atta. <laughs> well, my... <laughs> you know, I, I grew up, uh... Like the the, fa- the the home my family lived in it was the only choice because it kind of came with my dad's job <laughs> came nice, uh, nice. so it was a very old house it was built in like I think the year nineteen hundred maybe it was like nineteen oh five or something but uh, there was no lock on the bathroom door the bathroom with the shower not only was there not any lock but the old like the door mechanism didn't even latch really. But that was okay because the door was also slightly too big for the door frame. So you would just have to, like, line it up and just pound it with your fist. <laughs> yes. During and get it shut. Dude, my parents' house had the same thing. Oh, yeah. And you had to, like, fucking... You had to, it was like the blocking sled. Like, <laughs> yeah, football practice. The coach would just have everyone come over to my house and try to open the bathroom door. Like, you had to put your fucking shoulder in the door to get it open. Yeah, yeah. So you're like, okay, I can beat off with confidence because no one's going to actually accidentally step into this bathroom because he, it's going to take him 20 minutes to knock out the door. I'm good. Nice. So when you were drawing these pictures on the door, how elaborate were they? Would you like really take your time and make it nice? Oh, I mean, you can't. I mean, well, I've kind of got big fingers, so... I didn't have the most refined instruments for drawing uh, nudity. On the uh, how good could they be? Okay, old black Bob Ross in the shower, <laughs> not drawing something good enough he can jack it to. I mean, yeah. well, okay. Well, when you're an adolescent, when you're a teenage boy, it doesn't take much. No, I mean, I was beat off true. to a capital letter B because it looked like a butt or boobs. <laughs> you go back and forth. The upstroke is one, the downstroke is the other. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Ethan, you may have cracked the code. <laughs> I mean, that is an like ultimate porn right the easiest. <laughs> Capital letter B. <laughs> it's like either that or dick butt. I don't know. I mean, both are good. I mean, maybe dick butt's not the greatest if you're straight, but... What's dick butt? Oh, God. How do you not know what dick butt is? Have you never been on the internet? Let's get this picture up if we have internet. We probably don't have internet. Okay, so dick butt is exactly what he seems like. He's also he's a dick and he's a butt and he has the another dick on time. his butt. Um, yeah, he's like a fractal. Whoa, it's dick butt. Yeah, wow. Yep, that's good. He's a dick and he has a butt, and in that butt there is a dick yeah. with a butt. Yeah, it's um, it's really nice. 
Yeah, Dick Butt is a work of art. Yeah, for sure. I'm gonna get that tattooed on me. You should. On my dick and my butt. <laughs> That's meta. And on your cat, so that way your coworkers. <laughs> oh, it's all Dick Butt in here taking a shit again. It's like, hi, my name's Caleb. My friends talk, call me Dick Butt. I don't like it. Well, and well. listen to this. Oh man, Ethan, I. Yeah, learn something new about me. I can tell you all about the things I beat off to as an adolescent. <laughs> you were pretty good. I always thought, like, I was looking back at those, like, I, I don't know, they're like um, like Cosmo magazines, but for younger teenagers, like for what my sister had. <laughs> yeah, there's, like like a, there's barely any Cosmo. skin at all. Yeah. There's a little. It's uh, a little I can one up you there. I beat off to Red Book. I don't know what. Which is like the magazine for like uh, moms in their forties and fifties. Oh, that's hot. And it's like how to stay sexy after your C-section. <laughs> <laughs> it was what was available, okay? <laughs> oh my! God. Wow. Well, but and here's the way you found your way. Here's the way where you would find your way to uh, around the old browser history, downloading porn on the family computer. Is uh, when you when you download like uh, one of the old file sharing things like was it uh, Kazaa that was big back in the day? Yeah, yeah. You could search for any files on there, and it'd be in this separate application. So the browser window. So you'd spend yeah. a mere thirty six hours downloading <laughs> a uh, explicit JPEG, <laughs> <laughs> and then you know you didn't want to whip it out in the family computer room or. Like, so <laughs> then you had find time. You had to find time to print it, and you would have to plan that shit. Yeah, like days in advance. It's like okay, it's gonna oh, be yeah. a good. I'd printed things. Thirty <laughs> minutes for the printer. <laughs> okay, okay, I'm time. glad. I, I like. I, I I hid the pictures in my my Pokemon <laughs> training card book. <laughs> That's the most nineties <laughs> thing you can say. No one's gonna that listen. Is, <laughs> that is the most. 90s thing oh, I guess early 2000s thing you could say was that like my Pokemon Gold training book this porn I looked up on Kazan downloaded and printed it took 30 off. minutes to print yeah yeah why are we out of ink again that was a thing that happened way too often yeah. oh you like again. didn't print you didn't clean the heads in your printer so you'd have like these bars on it I mean I I still when yeah. I'm making love I have to like hold some blinds in front now <laughs> So I'm like, oh, this is only what gets me out now. <laughs> I was conditioned to have to look through vertical, horizontal lines. And yeah. They didn't clean the print headers. Yeah. Man. Yeah, I remember I was the the first, strangely, I was the first person in my family to get a DVD player. Like, I got a DVD player before my family got a DVD player. Me too. Me too. Yeah, yeah. That seems weird. I don't know. But anyway. Because they were always like a luxury, it was like a $500 thing. And then suddenly... They became cheap, and there was like an eighty dollar one, and I'm like, shit! I got my detasseling money. I'm gonna buy me a DVD player. Yeah, be the envy of the whole village. And uh, and anyway, so then I got my hands on somehow like a movie that had like a like five seconds of nudity in it. Mm, yeah, and it wasn't like good. Like it was kind of far away. You couldn't really see a lot. But man, I I got a lot of mileage out of that. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know what was great was like when you had Direct TV, like all the pay per view things 
would show like the first five minutes for for pay per view oh, wow. movies. Like the first, I don't think it was even five minutes. It was maybe like three minutes to try and get you hooked. Like, oh, I gotta order this. Well, they did it for like the kind of Skinamax adult softcore porn things as well. So my brother. <laughs> Would record these <laughs> when he found an opportunity. <laughs> like, three minutes of softcore... The first three minutes of, like, a softcore porn that would... Is, like, way less explicit than Game of Thrones now. Yeah. And my brother would squirrel these tapes away... <laughs> in his bedroom. And I would hunt them down. <laughs> and, uh... And, and view them like... In, like in the, you know, ten minutes of uh, no one else is in the house time I had <laughs> once a week. Oh, oh my god, it was always such a rush. Too. Oh yeah, like you've yeah. got like maybe twenty minutes. Like it's gonna be at, at a certain point. I think everyone had just had to to fold it back in their pants once when they got. Hot in an area. Yeah. I think everyone knew the situation. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, everyone was. Your parents were once teenagers themselves. (laughs) Everyone's been through adolescence. Yeah. Like, hey. You're being so sneaky, but most of the time, your parents are like, I don't want to acknowledge this. (laughs) I do not want to acknowledge this. I'm just going to pretend this doesn't happen, even though we all know damn good and well. No, especially, like, people my age, parents, you grew up in the, the 60s, like, I mean. They're in a sexual revolution. There's no way they don't know what you're doing it. Yeah. Now, what did they get off to? Um, Probably just hippies trampling around naked through the streets. Maybe. Hmm. I like, um, I can't remember the comedian. There was one comedian that was like, I just remember when I was a kid, it was the Sears catalog. Ah, and you'd yeah. go to bra and underwear section and... That was the bee's knees, the be-all, end-all before internet. Yeah. <laughs> you know, before internet, brown underwear section, Sears catalog, I was so excited each and every time it came. But then the internet came along, and that changed everything. Internet came along, and now it's just so much easier. I just go on that internet, and I go to www.sears.com, <laughs> and I go right to <laughs> <laughs> If it isn't broke, don't fix yeah. it. That's that. That's that's where I got my start, though. I don't know Sears if it was Sears, but it was some catalog like that. Yeah. I remember one. Somebody in my family eventually got Victoria's Secret, and, and I, that was the fucking shit. I'd wait till they'd throw it in the trash. And of course, <laughs> I'd throw it through the trash every time. I had a good stack under my couch in my room. Not even this exact couch. I don't know. But oh my god. I remember that's like. Well, because you'd always be so paranoid. You just you just assume like the FBI was trying to catch you feeding off. Because yeah. like when I when I find my brother's like three minutes of preview softcore porn, I'm like, okay, I've got to remember the exact frame that this tape was on. Because otherwise, my brother, who was also a masturbating asshole, is going to be like. Wait a second. This was like five seconds earlier in this clip. Like, I was, when I last left this tape, I'm going to go tell mom and dad that he'd have been beating <laughs> out before. I remember when it, first, uh, when it first got to be a thing on the computer, like, you know, I'd have like a, like a box of Kleenexes there or something, and the keyboard. 
that's a Danatosh, but like a, a safe but reachable distance. <laughs> and I, I remember how, like, you know, I would try to you know, clear every history and everything, and I would try to remember how the keyboard and mouse was set up before I sat down so I could put it back. So there's no question. Yeah. Because you would have no other excuse for moving the mouse and <laughs> exactly. keyboard. It's like your parents would be going, oh, well, I last left this computer, the mouse was hovering above the Netscape Navigator I got. Now it's hovering above the start button. Someone's been beating off on this computer. <laughs> It was definitely like my my dad didn't have internet until about three years ago. <laughs> so the nomads in the Mongolian desert have had internet for like fifteen years. So that was good, but it was actually like it was actually easier there. Like, see, he had had magazines. You know, he's a single man at that time. Oh yeah, yeah. So. And it didn't take me long to find a stash. Though it's mentally disturbing, like, even at that age you recognize, like, beating off to the same magazine my dad, you know, <laughs> that your parent, like, that, that's, even at that age you're like, whoa, you know, that, that's weirder than me beating off to the capital. I, I like to think, I like to think that we finished on different pictures. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you keep thinking that. <laughs> like father, like son. <laughs> And the cats in the cradle. <laughs> Little boy. Your dad comes in and finds us on the same page as dog-eared. He grew up just like me. My boy just like me. So I knew I raised a Miss November boy. Just like my pappy and his pappy before him. It's like our family's been jerking off to this same playboy for 200 years. <laughs> oh, God. I hope none of my family ever hears that. Speaking of uh, classic rock songs that play while you're beating up to things. Um, yep. You know, just about six months ago, I had a real coming of age. It's phrasing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, pun definitely intended. For the first time, I, I actually, when, when searching for internet porn to beat off to, I searched for MILF porn. Yeah. I remember you, like, coming to me with, like, a little miniature confession. <laughs> yeah. Like, like after Today, this. I'm a man. I'm getting older. I've acknowledged my own mortality and aging because I searched for MILF porn. <laughs> Well, because it's like search for milk for him. Well, oh. here's the thing, because okay. like otherwise, like they, it's it's really very creepy and pedophilic. Like the whole ooh, barely legal. Like that's try searching lesbian porn. Then you know all bets are off. Could be old, young, doesn't matter. There's no dicks in there. That's right. But uh... that's the way we straight, straight, straight men do it. <laughs> But you know, there's so much like, oh, I, I'm not even 30 and I feel really creepy. 
beating off to someone who's not old enough to drink. Like, even when I was, like, 23, and I was, like, I just graduated college and was a TA, you know, and TAing a freshman course, I'm just like, that made me, like, really, it made about, like, half of porn just really creepy to me, because it's like, ooh, 18, 19 year old chicks, I'm like, ooh, he was like my students, that's weird. And I was like only 23 at the time, and Man. dude, you should have tried banging your students, exactly. then maybe it would have been less weird. Well, I got turned down, that's what made it weird. Oh, <laughs> oh I see. Like, that bitch would have never fucking taken me. <laughs> As he's jerking it. Yeah. In front of his students. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I just, I was, uh, I was, uh, Forget what I was searching for. Just some generic, yeah, whatever. What do you normally search for? Generic porn. Generic (laughs) porn. uh, Adequately satisfactory pornography. Enter. This is good. (laughs) You know, I'm I'm a a big fan of the amateur porn. Um, Ah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like the stuff with a really high production value. (laughs) Especially. Like Michael Bay. Yeah. Yeah. When When you find people that have taken a browser's video and put the whole video on. Oh, yeah, that yeah, that's... Yeah. Those are good. Those are good. Who says ones. there are no more heroes? <laughs> I know, I know, this week Pornhub is having a, like, a, some sort of event type thing mm-hmm. where, like, the premium thing is, is free right now. Oh, really? Yeah. Right now? Well, we're going to have to wrap this one up for this week. <laughs> we'll see you next week. On, no. Well, the, the, here's the thing about amateur porn. You've really got to be. There's so much like really fucked up like revenge porn sort of stuff out there that you're like, okay, I've got to be careful that what I'm beating off to isn't just like making me a horrible human being. You know, <laughs> you don't have to well, be careful. Do you really that. care about that? If I'm cognizant of it, uh, I would okay. like to say it's a slippery slope, but it's a fucking cliff. <laughs> so speaking of so I think like, okay was, this this woman has to in the course of this porn has to like at some point acknowledge that she knows she's being filmed and she's okay with that or my dick will go soft mm. <laughs> so I, I was gonna say the uh, I think this was a story today or yesterday where there was some uh, video of like some Russian um, like opposition politician uh there was this video that got banned in russia and so pornhub offered to host it for them (laughs) and so now like pornhub is like this bastion of free speech in russia (laughs) yes (laughs) no here's how you know when like internet porn finally like went from this dirty secret to like "Eh, it is what it is when you started getting, like, advertisements for, like, non-sexual things on Pornhub, when you started getting, like, advertisements for, like, laundry soap, because it used to be, like, the only people, the only, like, companies who would be okay with their products being hawked on a porn site would be, like, masturbatory ace or other porn sites. And, uh, now it's, like, uh, Tide dish detergent. It's like, use this to wash the semen out of your socks. Yeah. Don't jerk off with it. It'll burn like hell. Yeah. Or you can get used I don't to know, it. You ever tried? I, I feel like it'd be kind of expensive. Like pour a bunch of Tide on your dick when you're beaten off. 
Like the 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 powder stuff. Yeah, I'm thinking liquid. The powder. Uh, that could be rough. Yeah, yeah, it's probably a little bit too grainy. Yeah, it would really get everywhere too. And it, like when it gets wet, it gets a little sticky. Basically, you just have to like go take a shower afterwards mm. to get well, it out the, of there. The reason I said classic rock was I would imagine that landslide by uh, Stevie Nicks was playing while I was the first time I searched for milk porn. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That would be appropriate. Yeah, yeah. It might have been Stevie Nicks, actually. Ah, <laughs> yeah. Just kind of hot back in the day, I guess. Other well, lice sounds pretty hot. <sighs> Probably not a good look, though. What? It? Hmm? Leather and lace. I feel like that would be a bad look. I don't know what that song's about. I know there's a, like there's a Don Henley. There's a dog. The dog. The song Sarah was about like one of her female lovers, right? Oh, yeah. Hi. Bulldike? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that was the leather. Mm. I'd be the lace. Yeah. And that makes me think of. Do you remember those books, um, uh, Aragon? Yeah, the inheritance yeah. cycle. Man, yeah. those got worse as they kept going. Uh, it's, it's not great. But <laughs> there was a there was such a a stupid thing sort of towards the end where there was this there was like this big empire, like all fantasy novels have, and then there was like this small resistance country, and like yeah, this yeah. small resistance country needed to like. Raise a bunch of money to field an they army. They sold lace. Yeah, they they like made <laughs> lace. Like that was like the staple of their economy. Like how the, how fucking retarded is that? <laughs> is that really the best idea? Well, the, to make that money, they, if there's like the only other country is this giant evil empire. Apparently, this giant evil empire has a great need of lace. Yeah, yeah, and they don't know how to they make have a it. Doily shortage. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Fucking no one has invented so coasters yet in that fantasy universe, so they had to use doilies exclusively to keep their you know wooden furniture from getting rings on it. Yeah, and then you also had like this, um, like that were like there were allies of this small country, like the the were they like dwarves that lived in the mountains, or were they elves? I forget. Yeah, they were dwarves, yeah, dwarves. Like they probably had like a shit ton of like gold and gems and stuff. They're like. You know, something that you could actually build an economy out of, I guess. But no, it's all lace. Yeah, that's just terrible. Yeah, I know they're they're definitely a guilty pleasure. They yeah they were. They were well, they're so books. derivative. Okay, it's really innovative. There's this fantasy series uh, where the protagonist uh, never knew his parents. But is being raised by people who aren't his parents. Yeah, his aunt and, and then a bad guy comes in and kill those kills those people. Um, yeah, while he's out gaining special powers. While he's out gaining special powers. Then he comes back and it starts this big whole thing. And then while he's out, he discovers who his parents are. And it's surprising. Okay, so I don't know what you're talking about, but that's this is Star Wars. Right? It is exactly Star Wars, yeah. and also lots of other. Yeah, stories, this is like ninety-nine percent of all fantasy plots ever. Devised. But the, the parallels Name three was... of them. <laughs> three. Maybe five more. Uh, <laughs> truth. Star Wars. Uh, uh, let's see. Someone Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Yeah, I don't know. I guess he knows who his parents are. Yeah, nobody knows who sort of truth is. So you got one. Um, 
But yeah, you're, you're right. Sword of Truth is exactly the same. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, trying to, I think there are some there are some more classic ones. Um, oh, and of course, there's the one with uh, that movie that's based on the video game that uh, uh, Jason Statham's in. Uh, what was it called? Uh, in the name of the king. That was based on a video game? Yeah, the Dungeon Crawler video game. It's got the greatest line of any fantasy movie ever. If you're all talk. You're all talk, no action. If I could talk these turnips out of the ground, I would. Yeah, that's just good writing. No, that, that movie has Jason Statham and Burt Reynolds and John Reese davies and, like, two or three other, like, oh, I know these people names. And it's the... Worst, best thing you've ever seen. Guess what it got on Rotten Tomatoes? Five? I would say 15. You're closer. <laughs> but neither of you are closest without going over. <laughs> <laughs> it is 4%. Oof. <laughs> you know, I'm not good. Yeah, like... A perfect zero on Rotten Tomatoes is like such a rare thing. It's like, oh my god, there have been... There was like some Jaws sequel. Yeah, got that got a zero on Rotten Tomatoes. There are a handful of things like, oh my god, I have to see these films. Yeah, like, how can you? It's like I think there's some. I think there's some sort of lottery game or some sort of gambling thing, uh, where it's kind of like shooting the moon, where if you don't get any right, you actually win money. It's like the the odds that you could. The odds that you would actually get it wrong all the time are much lower than the odds that, you know, you would occasionally get, like, you know, get it right one out of ten times just by random chance. Sure, and you always find, like, some asshole critic who is just going to like it because he's a a contrarian. contrarian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like uh, hearts. You're playing that. Oh, the, yeah. the idea is not to get points, but if you get all the points, then everyone, then else, everyone points. else gets yeah. points. Or like when you shoot the moon and pitch. If you get zero points, then then you win, right? I've never heard of it that way. Uh, uh, pitch has variations and things. Yeah, I haven't heard it that way. I've heard a lot of the shoot the moon rules and, and pitch and various pitch games. You guys play 30 think, point pitch. I think right? shoot the moon yeah. is when you have to get them all, but it's like get them all to win. And if you... Yeah, I think it's, it's an all or nothing proposition. Right. <clears throat> and, I, and I think there, there's like extra penalties where... I mean, I've, I've I've played it where like if you shoot the moon and make it, then then like that's it. You just win. Like the game ends. Uh-huh. But if you lose, like I think the other team gets like I don't know more points than you would have gotten had you bet like a little right. bit less than shooting the moon. So it's like it's a real uh, make or break, yeah, sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. Do you think um, like a normal like rifle bullet? has the escape velocity to actually get to the moon. God, no. No way. Yeah. I mean, even... It, it, like, I don't know. So yeah, there's a question. Probably, even yeah, if even if there wasn't for the atmosphere and there was no air... Yeah, it's mostly the atmosphere. That's, that's, yeah. that's what I was thinking, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's too bad. <clears throat> that moon's been pissing me off lately. <laughs> Yeah, bust a cap in its ends. Oh, by the way, so we're talking about the um, the moon last week with like the the mirror thing that was placed there. Um, so 
I actually looked into this afterwards. Was it also Apollo? It was, yeah, yeah, Apollo did Apollo 11. <laughs> right, that's why it's called that. It's, right it's, it's Apollo did one the of the Apollo. It's a Apollo. They called it 11. Yeah, Apollo did Roswell. Apollo did the moon landings. He's been a busy guy. <laughs> but, okay, so apparently, according to the Wikipedia article, which is all the research that I did into this, uh, Apollo, 11, <laughs> Apollo 11 did leave behind um, a mirror that you could sh- like shine a laser off of. But nobody was actually able to do it until like 72 or something, until other missions had gone there and actually put down better and bigger mirrors. So I'd say, you know, the jury's out on that one. You know, if, if people didn't see it until years later, maybe it wasn't there. Well, was it you were saying that that's a conspiracy theory that the moon landing... The first one was fake because they didn't quite have the technology, but they wanted to save it to the Soviets. Well, and they wanted to get it by the end of the decade, like Kennedy oh, said they would. That's right. Okay, yeah. like that was sort of their deadline. Right. They were shooting. Yeah, we talked about this. Yeah. yeah. So back to beating off. Growing up, did anyone else on the moon? Don't even get me started. That's <laughs> one small stroke for man. Games. One giant stroke for mankind. Did any yeah, of you but, beat off to video games? Uh, uh, yeah. Like, that's yeah. very... If, if, if you love polygons, let me tell you what. Yeah. Like, I remember playing The Sims. Uh, and, oh! Yeah, and, uh, and, like, normally, like, when they would shower, uh, there would be, like, the pixelation that would come up. Uh-huh. But there was a cheat code where you could turn that off. Oh, boy. And they, like, had, like, fully, like, modeled boobies and stuff and it even drew, drew like the little nips on there oh stuff. yeah it was, it was very explicit and then like you had to go and find like the, <laughs> you had to like go and buy the model <laughs> of shower where you could see them <laughs> the most clearly <laughs> oh wow I mean kids these days just aren't going to get the efforts we went through to beat off it's yeah. just too easy I got really good at playing the sims just so that I could do that I had to buy the most oh, expensive shower so like like, I only played racing games, like, in the... Uh, that's, like, all I played on PlayStation was racing games. Hard to beat off to. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I fucking... Yeah. I, my dick gets pretty hard over a Dodge Viper. Uh-huh. Uh, or, like, a, or like a you know, C3 Corvette Stingray. But I can't... I can't get over the edge in that, so... Uh, but the one thing... <laughs> not that I, you haven't tried. Yeah, not that I haven't tried. <laughs> uh, but there was... Uh, remember the Game Shark? Yeah. That was, the, was the like code cheat thing for the uh, PlayStation 1. Uh, there was... Like, when you use the Game Shark, when you went to the thing... When you, like, put in the disc, you'd put it... You'd, like... Uh, use the disc to enter your codes, but you'd have to have, like, the little memory card thing in the slot to hold on to the code... Mm-hmm. Then you would like eject the disc and like eject the game shark disc and put the game disc in. Uh, when you but when you started the game shark thing, there was like a thirty second commercial for game shark, uh, and <laughs> okay. I would do it. And there was this I remember there was this one still cartoon drawing of uh, 
this cartoon uh, chick in like really tight leather pants holding a stick of dynamite. Oh. And oh boy. Oh, dynamite that, always gets me. Did that, did that get like a 13-year-old Ethan wrapped <laughs> up? But because this wasn't in the game, you couldn't pause it. So I would just keep shutting it off. Like I don't know, it was like twenty seconds in too. So it was a very inefficient process. I can't say I've ever, I've ever jerked it to a video game of any kind though. That really surprises me, Colin. Yeah. Well, what kind of? I don't. You know, I didn't really play that many video games that had like people in them. Because yeah, I played like all racing games. Yeah. I mean, I think like, I, I would have played the video games back then that I play now. Like, yeah. get the better body mods and like Skyrim. Yeah, yeah, I'll yeah. get you there. I, I think I did that for Morrowind, but that might have been at the at the time like when I had like a computer in my room with internet. So I was oh, sort yeah. of beyond yeah. beyond that. Not that like I didn't install that mod to have like nicely formed breasts on the NPCs anyway. So, like, in high school, you had your own computer with internet? Yeah, I think I got that when I was a sophomore or junior. Well, I, I never had that in high school. Well, I got to college. Yeah. Yeah, I, well... And even then, I had a roommate, so I I didn't have my own computer in my own room until my sophomore year in college. Yeah. Man, that must have really turned things around. Wait, did you did you ever see me my sophomore year? Not that I remember. See? Yeah, I think you just you just came down the stairs occasionally with my eyes bloodshot, my giant right arm, <laughs> <laughs> just blood just streaming down your legs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that one time I was up in my room, I was actually studying for once, and you were drunk for once, like. Back then, that was a really rare occasion. Yeah. And you you decided to knock on my door really hard with your head. <laughs> you busted my latch off the door and just... Oh, and yeah. And my door open. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm glad you remember it. You may not have gotten a concussion. Yeah. Well, that was a really shitty door. Apparently. Fuck that door. Yeah. It was bad. <laughs> what a, glad that what an entrance, though, right? Uh, <clears throat> I should enter more rooms that way. Man, we're we're gonna have to we're gonna have to end this line of conversations soon, or we're gonna like deplete all of our. I mean, we did it about once, and then you were like, "Speaking of jerking, huh? <laughs> I gotta tell you yeah. about it. I stroked my I dick." We, yeah, I mean, we, we gotta save some of this for future episodes. Of the podcast. I mean, we still have like methods of jerking. And oh yeah, this. yeah, yeah. This is future podcast. Clean up method, what you do there. Yeah. Clean up, yeah. Clean up's a breeze. I kind of want to keep talking about it. Huh? All right, so clean up. Is <laughs> this just like a premeditated clean up, or is this like an oh shit, I gotta clean this up? <laughs> clean up. Uh, variable. Uh, typically I plan ahead. I never plan ahead. Oh, wow. I just let it go. I'll clean up when I'm done. (laughs) Wow. Nice. It's much better that way. In my opinion. Yeah. So it's like you don't you don't want to have to you know think about this beforehand. Like you're just in the zone. That's right. Like if you're if you're in any way like aiming, I guess. Uh huh. 
or covering or <clears throat> just stopping yourself. Like it really takes away from the experience. Oh yeah, you just want to totally let loose. Just yeah, just all, spray it all around the room. Oh god, no. <laughs> it's like, it's like, like humanity. It's it's you're like uh you're like a hose that nobody's holding on to. <laughs> just like flying around the room, whipping around. Yeah. Or like, or like a like a balloon that you let out. You let, <laughs> yeah, it doesn't shoot me around the room. <laughs> <laughs> like this is this is the first uh, human powered flight. <laughs> it's uh, powered by orgasms. Yeah. Yeah. Powered by orgasm about five like, seconds. Powered by orgasm sounds like the name of a uh, like electronic dance music group. Powered by orgasm, yeah, or like some uh, some like really creepy health food. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like uh, I'm imagining like the herbal supplements that are all like pollen. Like yeah, gel capsule. Yeah, but it's just like powdered it's like semen. plant ejaculate, powered by orgasm. So, did any, does anyone else think, like in retrospect, once again, this this is probably relevant to people our age who, you know, were coming of age in the late '90s, early 2000s, like the herbal essences commercial that uh, their whole. <laughs> The, the whole premise for these commercials is that organic sounds like orgasmic, <laughs> and it would have, like, right. women washing their hair with this shampoo making orgasm noises. Yeah. Uh, Nobody has that much fun in the shower. Right. It, but I except for you, when you were drawing pictures. Yeah, except for me when I was drawing it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like, do you remember, like, being, uh, it's in the late 90s, I do 11, 12, you're like, this commercial makes no sense to me, but for some reason my dick is getting hard. Oh, yeah, there was that stage. Yeah. I, you know, and I'm, as obscene of a person as I'm kind of offended by those commercials now, like, good lord, like, this is, this is your whole premise, is that organic kind of sounds like orgasmic? Alright, I mean, it's good marketing. Right? You remembered it all these years. Yeah. Yeah. I do use Herbal Essence shampoo now for my fabulous Jufro. I remember the the best commercials for 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 um, joking the chicken. Nice. Uh, the girls gone wild commercials. Like, oh, if you stayed yeah. up till one. Yeah. Speaking of like exploitative porn, I don't know if I could beat off to that. See, I had you a great try. time with it. When, yeah. Well, of course, I was I was younger yeah. than those girls back then. So yeah, yeah. It's true. And uh, you couldn't see anything on the commercials. Like they had, they always had stars over the nipple. It wasn't normal censorship. There were little stars over there. But oh my god! Yeah. And you'd watch like Comedy Central or something. Like oh that. yeah. At night, and you'd be like, you like hold it, hold your erection over the show, back to the commercial, <laughs> which is easy when you're 13, 14 years old. Yeah. And then you're good. Yeah. And then Colin got his first girlfriend and. Got her shirt off and was like, "Where's the stars?" <laughs> yeah, what the hell is this? I'm so disappointed. I'm still disappointed to this day. It should be a porn site that's like bring back the stars on the nipples. Yeah, you know, we're talking about using your imagination. 
do you like you watch normal porn but you just imagine the stars <laughs> over the boobs there you go all right so christian's winning again it'd probably be good to uh it's probably a better way to like put this audio directly into the video so you don't have like coming out of one speaker into another but uh bring some multimedia in this podcast here's a 1999 herbal essences uh, the audio from a 1999 Earl Essences commercial. Okay, hey, so good. Where can I freshen up? Hot blonde chick at a gas station. Essences is changing shampoo from a chore <laughs> to an all out joy. Oh, 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 yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So is my car ready? <laughs> That's a metaphor for premature ejaculation. So yeah, this was just like on, on on TV in the in the year 1999, and uh, yeah, that's uh, that was three confused young lads who were just sprouting pews were very confused by why they found this commercial so interesting. Yeah. It, it, it's it's kind of it, it it's kind of sophomoric, though, isn't it? What do you mean? The, the their whole premise that okay, we're going to sell this shampoo. On these orgasm noises. Yeah. Because, yeah, it is. I don't know, man. I mean, sex sells. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. Say, They're it, using that, it now. That's actually pretty normal. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was just more uh, on the nose. Yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah. Well, yeah. You know what the most on the nose one is now, other than, like, Girls Got One? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Carl's Jr. Is that right? Isn't that the restaurant? Now they just use models like half dressed eating burgers. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's it. Like eating fake burgers. That, yeah, yeah, it's not like the ones you would actually get there. Yeah, they're much juicier. The ones you'd actually get. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's that's pathetic. that's also very on the nose. I don't yeah. think I, I've still never had a Carl's Jr. burger, but the commercials are nice. Yeah, I think I had one once. I, I, yeah, I, don't, I don't go there. It's like yeah, there you, not many around here. Yeah. It's like one of those things you're like, you watch, you're just like, this is this is too much. This is indecent. There could be children watching this. I yeah. am disgusted by this. As soon as I come, I am going to write a very strongly worded letter. <laughs> Dear sir or madam, I am writing this letter with my steam in. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> I feel like Seymour would make very poor ink. <laughs> It'd be good if you were a spy and like a secret message that flourishes under black light. Yeah, put it Didn't in they the do that light. actually? Didn't like British spies in World War One like write secret messages in their own semen? Man. Aren't there other liquids you could use under black a light? A lot of things fluoresce under black yeah. light. Like laundry soap. Like yeah. I remember like uh yeah. once like when I was scorpion. in like late high school and of course Blood. Cosmic bowling was something you had to drive like 120 miles to get to where we grew up, but it was—it was like a—it was some something for something I forget what, some sort of group that was in either Hastings or Lincoln, and uh, there was a cosmic bowling thing under the dark light, and you know, I had my trademark denim jacket which I always wear, still wear, yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, went to cosmic bowl, and there was like, these. Bright fluorescent things showing up under the black. I'm like, oh no! I'm done. <laughs> yeah. I remember doing that in high school. We went to um, 
laser tag up here in Lincoln. Ah, and I had just like stains all up and down my jeans. Like everybody else had like never worn (laughs) jeans ever before. And and I had just like these blotchy stains like that showed up. And I had these like the excuse like, oh, I think it was like my my (laughs) detergent or something. But it wasn't semen either. I had no idea. I still have no idea what it was. You just know it wasn't your semen. (laughs) <laughs> you don't know who was coming in and jerking off on your pants. You still don't. It was so right. weird. Like everybody else had like not a one spot on their clothes at all. Not one goddamn spot. And I was just covered in what looked like ejaculate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, just just your everyday life. Yeah. You know, covered in ejaculate. Oh you prudes. I shouldn't have said that right in the light turn on. You prudes. No. All day bukkake. Hey, I remember uh, sophomore year of college, uh, I, I noticed that the suave um, coconut smelling shampoo looked... It's the best analog for semen you can find. And mm. uh, my, my roommate and I thought it was really funny just to sling it around the room. <laughs> <laughs> and, and most people we most people we knew were the other guys who were on our floor or their girlfriends. Who knew our sense of humor knew it was funny, but there was this there was this girl who I kinda had a crush on. Uh, I think she may have had kind of a reciprocating thing, or at least some sort of interest in me, at least a friend or whatever. But uh uh yeah. <laughs> Like, I'd been kind of pining after her for a few weeks, and, uh, I mean, this is shortly before I, you know, started hanging out with the person who had become my wife, so there's a kind of a narrow window here, but, uh... I know who this person is, don't I? I don't think so. No. Oh. Uh, but, yeah, finally her and her roommate come over to say hi to my roommate, and she comes in, she's like, hey guys, what's going on? Turns around, there's <laughs> a giant... <laughs> Splat on the mirror. I mean, it's, it's, it's like five inches by it's like five inches wide, just goozing down. Looks exactly like a giant cum stain. And I'm like, well, that's shampoo. I, like, I actually thought it'd be funny. She's like, okay, you guys have a good night. So I'm like, well. There goes that. Dude, you should have just like owned it. It's like, yeah, that's my cum. I yeah. am that virile. Look at how much there is. You would explode. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> you are not worthy to receive my seed. That was a good time was that by everyone but me. It's like, well, we'll, we'll have sex and it'll be like putting too much air in a balloon and something bad happens. <laughs> 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 How long do we talk now? So I think the worst, like, uh, uh, we're at like an hour fifteen. The worst that, that, that. thing I've ever had in terms of uh, being framed by the universe or being a sexual deviant was uh, in high school wrestling. <laughs> Mm. So okay, this is this is already off to a good Bummer's start. So it's already done. like yeah. it's already slightly less homoerotic than gay porn. Um, slightly. <laughs> there was this meet where so you'd uh, meet. 
well, you know, you in wrestling, you always have to weigh in before the meet to make sure that you were actually qualified for the weight class you were wrestling in. And uh, usually it was in a locker room, but this one high school, they had like a wrestling practice room that was like separate from the rest of everything. So it was like in its own thing. And they put like brown paper over the doors so you could do the weigh in here. So all the teams were like in this big room um, running around, you watch a sweaty, virile young men. Uh, and Go on. so I. I was always like way underweight because I, you know, was in a higher weight class, and they're so spread out. Like you can, if you were in like the one nineteen weight class, or if you were in like the, I don't know, like one. Some of the weight classes are only like five pounds apart. Yeah, the really low ones. Yeah, but yeah. at the higher weight classes, they were like it'd be like fifteen. Pounds, they'd be like fifteen or twenty pounds, pounds apart. apart. Yeah. So you were basically wherever you were, um, and I was I was always way underweight, so I didn't have to worry about it. And uh, so I'm just kind of sitting in the corner while everyone else is all running around getting sweaty. And I hear something about it's time to weigh in. So I stand up. I'm in jeans. And I start taking my belt off. And then I realize, oh, it's a false alarm. So I sit back down. Well, I have one of those belts that... I don't know if you've had... If you listener has had belts like this where when you, like, take it out of the buckle, the little leather part at the end just sticks straight out at 90 degrees... So I started taking my belt off, sat back down, wasn't thinking of any, thinking of anything, and uh, just kind of sitting there. And uh, the guy beside me is like, "Gross! Even as a boner, everyone!" <laughs> and I'm sitting there, and I realize that there's this giant stiff object pushing my t-shirt out exactly where my penis is, a good six inches. Wait, and eat. I'm sitting there, and there are you know guys running around in their underwear, trying to make sure that they're waiting. There are guys you know who are. So close to, uh, you know, so just barely above weight, so they're just taking off their underwear and just standing there naked, holding their dick, and I'm sitting there with what looks exactly like a raging erection. I'm like, Duh, it's my belt, guys, it's my belt! And no one believed me. Wait, Ethan, were you sitting next to Thad Castle? Because <laughs> that voice sounded a lot like Thad Castle. Uh, it may have been. Hey, everybody, Ethan has a boner! Boners for everybody! <laughs> yeah, that, that was pretty much <laughs> your boner. Hold up to it. Yeah. We don't sure. like liars. Yeah. You wait till you get to be 80. Like, I had this raging boner. Boner, I bet it was just a belt. It wasn't a belt. It was a boner, I swear. <laughs> You're going to be happy about Old that. Oh man, boner. look at my life. Uh, so that's the third classic rock song. Incorporated. Well, yeah. I'm glad we had Cats in the Cradle here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> For the best part yeah. of this podcast. That's very nice. And grown up just like me. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what do we what do we uh what do we decide the title of this episode was gonna be? Oh yeah, Slazoon, the official podcast of hell. <laughs> yeah. You're talking about how Jesus plans your poops, right? Yeah. Yeah, he squeezes them out of me. Yeah. Yeah. I can feel his hands massaging my colon. Jesus take my colon. <laughs> <laughs> What's that, that horrible country song? I don't narrow it down. Jesus take the wheel. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's what's doing. 
we should probably wrap up. I, I think, think we're, we're about at time. time. Yeah. We didn't even have to whip out the dictionary this time. No, I think we're getting better. Yeah. We're becoming very professional podcasters. Yeah. We just talked about jerking off a <laughs> Hey, we had a good 20 minutes about anti-Semitism <laughs> before we got to jerking off. Yeah, and we did some abstract logic, you know. We covered all of our bases. Yeah. It's all Let's there. See. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, let's wrap this up. Well, um, I guess I'll go first. Listener, thanks for tuning in. This has been another great episode of the Slazoom Podcast. Goodbye from me. Goodbye, Paulo. <laughs> uh, that's what I call pancakes, bitches. to pay he learned to walk while i was away and he was talking for i knew it and as he grew he'd say i'm gonna be like you dad you know i'm gonna be like you and the cats in the cradle and the